Polyhedron is a production of Simulacra Studios. You can find us on Twitter at SimulacraRPGs or at PolyhedronCast. If the visual medium is your thing, you can follow us at Simulacra TV on both Twitch and YouTube. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash simulacrastudios and sign up to be a patron. Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything, well, RPG related and pop culture now. Well, maybe not everything pop culture. There's a lot of pop culture. Still the, the intro, man. I was going to say, and I got my two friends and two little black boxes. They're both waiting for waffle parties. I got Scott. I think my tempters need to be better. The tempters weren't great last time. No, no, you got to get those numbers up, man. Uh, and Ryan. Praise Kier. Praise <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Oh, welcome back. We have Ryan back. Thank you. Thank you for coming back, man. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. I wasn't around last last time because nope. I felt like hammered shit. Yeah, it's okay. Hopefully you feel like less hammered shit. Right, Only... Let's start it off with the, with the lightning round. Ryan, what did you think of Umbrella Academy? Yep. I loved it. Great stuff. All right, any, Good season. Any, any big insightful comments? Alice is, Alice is a piece of shit. Let's see. Vic... Victor needed to be way angrier. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, about as, what happened there. Uh, as did the big guy. The monkey uh, man. Victor. Vic- no, no not Victor. Not. No, you're thinking of Luther, not Luther. Victor. Yeah, Luther needed Luther. to be way Luther, Luther. Luther. Yes. Everyone like so they're gearing up to be a villain. Like that's they're they're going towards villain town cuz you know, they're like mind controlling their family members sexually assaulted luther you know like killed victor's pseudo child you it's know not good apprentice thing guy it's just, just it's... villain shit man yep she she kind of broke i get it i get it like i get what they i mean if their intention was to make her as thoroughly like non-sympathetic and unlikable they succeeded if they were trying to get me to give a shit about her problems they failed utterly like no i think they were they were obviously making her showing that she's breaking and she's becoming villainous because she was such a anchor a a good person in the first two seasons it's like she she held out and and tried to bring the family together even when victor did what he did in season one to her yeah yeah you know that's some rough shit. It's all real. Everyone's made some fuck ups. It's true. Yep. It, yep. The problem is, I have like I I can't really like base anything on that because I haven't seen the Umbrella Academy in multiple years. Like the second season came out. It's, it's, I don't remember. Like I don't probably remember like when it came three out. Three years, probably like three years. I think it well, was it's, just. It's before very the clear. Pandemic. Like we we talked about this last time. It's very clear that was filmed in COVID. Yeah. Well. Like, yeah. It's big it open filmed spaces. In the bubble. Yeah. But like, I don't know, my memory doesn't really like hook onto that much information for that long about one TV show. Like there's stuff I'll remember from seasons previous, but yep. If it's been three years, man, I barely listen, I barely like I during Stranger Things, I was like, wait, who the fuck is this? Like there was a <laughs> couple of those. Like, wait, which guy are you? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, it took me a little while to get, get rebooted of who's who and what's what. But anyways, let's go real quick because we got a lot of talk about this episode. Scott, how has your gaming and other entertainment been? Gaming's been okay. You know, we played some D D, we played some some what else did we play? 
We haven't played Aeon because I've been Aeon moving. A bit. We haven't played Blades in a bit. We'll play that tomorrow. We'll play that tomorrow. That's true. Played a big-ass game of the Dune Board game on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that was a slog. That was a slog. That was brutal. That was full slog. 10 turns. Full 10 turns. Full 10 turns, which is just, oh, God, it gets to that. Like, that's when it gets to the point of, like, I would like this to be over now. I was about mm-hmm. to ask, was that fun? <laughs> it yes. Wasn't, it was okay. It wasn't super fun for me because I just kind of got fucked at the beginning, and I couldn't oh. really regain my footing. Oh, um, man. So this is the Catan situation where it's like, I lost five rounds ago. Can we not do this anymore? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I was I, I had so, I had to make my own fun, which was making things chaotic and difficult for everyone else. Uh, yep. Yeah, that, that is a completely reasonable thing to do once. A, if you're and like, it's well, appropriate. He I was lose. playing to Harkonnen. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So that was fun. There's uh, a gift, not a gift. Exactly. So that was fun to, to make everyone's lives more difficult while they beat my ass. So that <laughs> was that. So that's pretty much been my gaming. I saw Thor pretty good. Not as good as Ragnarok, but still pretty good. I, I think um, I'm going to have to wait a, again for a little while to go back to theaters because I have to see parents and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. yeah. It, I would definitely say I agree with Scott. If it's fun. Ragnarok's better. I would wait to streaming. Like if you have no like, big hard on to see in a that theater. Is real, that is kind of what I got out of it. It sounds like a, that's a stream one for me. It's a lot of fun. It, it's, it's a fun movie to have either on the background or if you're with your friends who've never seen it and you're all having a good time together watch that that'll be fine that's a fine movie yeah i'm thinking what else i've been consuming i've been playing final fantasy 7 remake finally mm-hmm. what a uh, fun game on the pc and it just i i was playing other shit and now i'm finally dedicated myself to it i'm getting near the end that is very fun and very nostalgic and I, oh so pretty i love that game and but it this this is and this is kind of a big problem with like all games in which you have ai companions I just wish AI companions, I, I get that like, if the AI companions were better at their job, you wouldn't be able to do as much stuff, mm-hmm. but it's to the point of, abs- in that game specifically, it is to the point of absurdity, how bad the AI is at like playing the character that they're, you assign, like yeah, mm-hmm. Barrett will like shoot in a corner, like they will literally never do anything that will gain them enough to use special abilities. Like, they like you're waiting for certain things to tick off or you, they just become ex- like extensions of your main character rather than yeah, characters of their like, own right. You, you have to, they made it so you definitely have to switch between characters to win fights because <sighs> any other way, like the, yeah, I mean, I've the, gotten the AI pretty, is not smart enough. I've gotten pretty good at when their things come up to, to hit, hit them get their things going up i think i might have to start putting my like super fast materia like the atv up materia on my my companions so that that actually gets them up well that's the well that's the problem with at with, with what i'm talking about that's exactly what i'm talking about you can put atv up on them all you want but they're not going to attack in a way that uh, generates atv when yeah, i say barrett they... will sit shoot at a corner yep. i mean J- barrett will literally shoot nothing and gain no atv you have to do it yourself. So if you want yeah. your companions to build up ATB and heal you and shit, obviously you've made it this far just fine. Yeah. But I'm just like, that was my big complaint about it. It's like, can I just trust you to like stand there? And yeah, unfortunately, you, you t- to, for some of the fights, you've got to take more more control over them to maximize your situation. If you ever even tried to do some of the challenge stuff, which I did, mm-hmm. that's 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 like you have to. to- I was able to beat Fat Chocobo and Leviathan. Like that was tough. As was I. I was 
it was tr- I beat the Honestly, entire the, yeah. the fight that I had the hardest time with was the uh, the haunt the house. The, oh, the house. Yeah. yeah. The, the multi-elemental house cuz it's just like I don't know if I don't get this fight. Yeah, like, I it's... get that you're supposed to play with elemental weaknesses, but you're like, bro, I just don't have some of this. Yeah, shit right also now. it's weird. You, it's hard to see what's going on because it's so big. It's a big arena. It runs from you a lot sometimes. Yep. It's hard to hit it. It doesn't. You're only got two people. You don't hit that hard. It hits pretty hard, and it's like so that the, fight must have taken me about thirty the, minutes. The, the the prince of the company, the guy you fight. Oh uh, yeah, that was a pretty fun. That, that was, was an fun. annoying fight for me. That was just a fight I remember just in gleam ahead going. This is kind of bullshit. I don't like this. Right. Well, I had I just got my shit kicked in by Baby Yoda with a prison ship. Oh uh, yeah, that's a you you come back later for that because if you're not tall enough to ride that ride you're just going to get punked. I mean I beat it but yeah. it was real hard. <laughs> yeah. It's very well it's one of those like you're going you're going and then like you're all dead and it's like yeah. oh I guess I have to pay attention for this huh. Mm-hmm. Well go, that one is you just need to do a, you have to do x damage before it reaches a certain point and then it doesn't kill you. Yeah, yeah. and I, I got it. I just had to I had to be cagey and, and like, you know, fall back on my healer and, and make sure that I had the Phoenix Downs ready yep. to go. And it, yep. it, it was all right. It was all right. right. Well, let's, let's. OK, fine. Yeah, let's we'll move on from this wonderful video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Ryan, how has your gaming and other entertainment been? Well, I've played about 125 hours of Cultist Simulator. That was pretty cool. You, played you it like got I had... that down now? You good? I beat it like six times. There's, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to beat. It's hard, like it's super hard. So that was cool. I would, I would recommend it if you're a type of person who likes organizing a bunch of cards on a table with ticking clocks constantly. If that sounds like fun to you, that sounds um, like fresh hell. I've tried to play it once and it was not okay. Yeah, it's my. It is like just grabs me by my little pineal gland and just goes, coo, 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 and just like squeezes <laughs> it a little bit. Like I'm like, ooh, my my, my lizard brain is very relaxed right now. <laughs> I'm organizing cards. Yeah, or, or or things that make you organize, like like, like why people like Satisfactory yes, as a, as a game, similar. because if you can get into the sort of the rhythm and mode of just doing, you sort of zone well, out as you're organizing. Well, you become a gear. You become a gear in a machine. Right. And it right. feels very nice for a little your, while. Your your ego just kind of goes. Except when some bullshit happens, then I get mad. Yeah, I don't actually get that mad. What else? And I really like the setting. The secret history setting is actually a very cool noir, you know, cathonic horror. Not cath- yeah. not even cathonic horror, really. It's just its own cos- special cosmology, and mm-hmm. the world is a hostile place. Like it's <laughs> just horror. Like, there, you can just have horror. Yeah, it it's doesn't not, necessarily have to be one one type of horror. Yeah, it's it's very much yeah. But I would recommend it if I mean, even for the lore itself is pretty cool. Go read the lore; it's fun gods and how their world how people ascend to godhood that in that world is very interesting kind of custom built for like for scion honestly like hmm. very yep. similar thinking about doing an adaptation for blades in the dark because there's a lot of heisty shit that goes on for like stealing oh, yeah. lore text and artifacts and that would be i think a really you know i think it would make for a good adaptation because having a cabal a little cabal of of adepts to go on dumb adventures with you know i think this game called mage did it for a while and worked out pretty well so mage also in blades of dark there's an entire group for cults yeah you basically are a cult oh i know and that's why it's like well we can look at that and build from there you know other than that i've been watching i've been really working out my shutter subscription yeah Uh, shutter's pretty good if you like horror yeah well obviously in the times these dark times like what else does 
I've come to, you know, around 2016, I really started to like horror as a genre, not a lot more for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was helping me cope with something. I don't know. <laughs> but watch this series called Channel Zero, which was a sci-fi yeah. show, which basically takes four very well-known creepypasta stories and sort of stretches them out into this an entire six-episode season of television, you know, sort of expanding on those creep bosses thus far watch two of them two out of the four both pretty good effects are good don't do much in the way of jump scaring which i appreciate because those are yep. that's low-key bullshit watch this movie incantation last night i've heard about that i would recommend it if you're a it's horror uh fan. it's for it's a foreign film right it's korean yeah, yeah but, the, korean. but the dubbing the dubbing's good it's a good dub the, good. The, it's found footage sort of but I can't really say much more about like what the whole purpose of the thing is and what goes on, but you really, Oh, trigger warning, suicide, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, ending oneself. Lots of that in that movie, in that movie. Yes. Lots of people graphically killing themselves, but if you're okay with that, you'll be all right. Yep. Let's see what else? Shit, dude. Oh yeah. We're going to do blades in the dark tomorrow. So that we already talked about that tabletop gaming. Haven't been doing much other than just the, the blades thing and in DD. And I just started playing Fire Emblem Three Hopes, which is the Dynasty Warrior style. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard Fire that's pretty Emblem. good. Oh I, I I'm a sucker for a good Musu game. <laughs> yeah, I, I love them. And I liked Fire Emblem Three Houses a lot. And this is just another three alternate timelines because you know that game already had four t- different timelines in it. So there is no canon about what happened in that game. It is all canon. Yeah, there's no canonical route through that game as far as I know. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if they officially said like, this is the canon one, but why bother? How about you, Matt? What have you been doing? For me, I've been been playing a great game. It's called Moving Boxes. Oh, you've been playing Shenmue. That's cool. (laughs) Uh, That's cool. You really revisiting the classics. That's a pretty, I've been, I've been in the process of moving, so I haven't done too, too much. I haven't been able to run Aeon. We haven't played Blades in the Dark. It's really busy, tired, all that fun stuff. But I have, I have, thanks to my good friend, Scott over here, have been sucked into the YouTube channel of Noah Caldwell Gervais. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. That is his YouTube, like, youtube channel name he does excellent video game deep dives essays video like essays four hour videos yeah yeah average like is about an hour and a half yeah he dissects an entire series at a time yes uh, yeah, um, i saw the one you linked was the the born game the born the, the souls born he has recently he recently he has gone through all of the dark souls bloodborne sekiro and elden ring and he made two, the equivalent of nine hours of essay videos covering that stuff. One is over just Dark Souls. The other one is like, how does all of this then sort of add up to Elden Ring? It's very good. He has a very nice sense of humor and timing because he's very erudite, but then he knows how to throw in a joke or a sarcastic remark to sort of, like reset you and sort of get you in reinterested what he's talking about. Cause man, I'll tell you, I've absorbed a shit ton of content on those topics. You just mentioned like uh, unbelievable he, amount of content. Already. He goes into a little bit more of the technical side of like video game and storytelling, less dissecting the lore and more of like 
this is a video game. This is why it's structured like this. Here you go. I will talk about that. He will talk about the story, and the, but he's a l- little less concerned about that, though it is a part of his thing, but he definitely talks about the technical aspects. But he goes over almost all my favorite game franchises, like Doom, Wolfenstein. He's done, he's done a goddamn seven-hour video on Resident Evil. Woo! That is a very, well, it is a great and lengthy series. I hope he, I mean, oh, man. I hope he gets views. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he does. He gets, he's, this is his full-time job. This is what oh, he does. Oh, cool, cool. That's yeah. always nice And here. he did God of War. I've, I've, I've devoured his God of War one. Um, so on the complete opposite end of that, I started watching girlfriend reviews. Oh, those are so cool. <laughs> which they're just like six minute little, little tidbits. And they are just so cute. Like yep. her, those two are very funny folks. Like, and I appreciate her honesty about like, I'm not like super reflexive and I can't play it like he does. So I have crippling anxiety because that's a real problem that some people have where they prefer to watch someone play a game because they're afraid they'll do it wrong. Brave, brave to admit, but Mm -hmm. it's very charming. Also, uh, I've gotten back into control. I bought it on steam. I, now that I can play it on like as, as amped up graphics, I can make it look pretty and I can play it at my pain pace. Oh, there's so much bloom. Yeah. I'm, I seriously love it's not the aesthetic. I love the nature of what the fuck is going on. I, it's one of my favorite aspects of like horror and science fiction. I, I appreciate remedy remedy. Yes, it is the SCPs foundation, mm-hmm. but they see, but from what I saw, they had their own thing going on. Yes. Also yeah, yeah, yeah. the SCP foundation, isn't the first like a, occult suppression bureau you know thing out there storyline it's a a common trope it's the idea of how do you explain that now nobody knows about the supernatural someone has to tamp this shit down correct and that's a very easy trope it immediately makes its own stories but anyways let's go right on into the news thunders come out what free dungeons and dragons shit hammer academy Yep. So they're gearing up. We get a little over from from recording when re- this releases. You get about a month before Spelljammer comes out. So look towards that. So as a Gen Con, we're gonna get some previews of Drag- Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, which is the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, Gen Con. They're probably they're going to probably either do a trailer or like a small snippet or something. That is what the hubbub is all about right now. Also, they're doing there's there's indie game bundles on sale on drive through. Mm-hmm. That will go to support abortion rights because we live in a nightmare fascist the- theocratic hell state. Sorry to get political, but we do. Uh, so it you is know, certainly go- getting there, and this isn't helping. So yeah, you as, know. As, as a reminder, all of my pro GMing through sta- start playing games, half of those funds is going to the National Abortion, abortion Funds Network. So, so book a game. You know, if you don't if you don't know where our politics lie on this, how? Yeah, absolutely. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Another fun fun news. You can get the Morkborg rules for free right now. You don't you don't get all of the cool art and a lot of the other stuff, but if you just want the core what Morkborg is how it runs, it's right there. Now Matt, for, for uninitiated listeners, not myself, who have completely forgotten what Morkborg is. Why don't you re-explain what Morkborg kinda is just a little bit? You can't explain Morkborg, you can only witness Morkborg. So Morkborg is an indie darling. It is essentially Grindhouse Dark Fantasy D&D, but it's super slimmed down, but it has an aesthetic that is distinct. 
it is like old school, very old school, very, very transgressive dark fantasy tropes and style. You can get the rules for free now. The rules are okay. Like if you're not a, it, they're nothing super great or revolutionary. What really kills Mark Borg is its aesthetic, in my opinion. So it's cheap. Pick up the actual book. But if you just want to look at Mark Borg as, Mark, as the system, it's free. So go ahead and go. No reason not to. All right. It's a neat little game, though. It, it, I'm not trying to downsell it. It's just it's it's very particular. It's a very it's uh, own it's thing. An, it's an acquired taste. That's correct. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, we, the next Alex Path crowdfunding will be Trinity Continuum Aether. Woo! So that's coming. I'm coming in. And they've dropped a preview, like a little short story or yeah, something. Yeah, they've been right? doing some short story stuff. There was one that was, I think there was one that was kind of from the perspective of Tesla or someone connected to Tesla. And then they did one from the perspective of, of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, neat. And like, yeah, it's talking about some stuff. Like they clearly have an, I like something happened in between a- Aether and Adventure. Like either the Hammersmith adventure explosion changed more than it, it it was apparent, but did it go back in time? Changed, not really. Hmm. I don't. They might do some time travel shit, but like, no, no. The the shockwave of the experiment yeah. went through time. Yes. Okay. So uh, yeah, the world changed somehow because the things that they are talking about are fucking crazy. All right, but it's supposed to be very interesting. There is a there is more of a meta plot in aether from what i've gathered yeah there's stuff going on yes um, there's... it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and like where where its connections to the rest yep. of the continuum are going to be all right any other news anything, anything else guys i don't think so okay i think we're good we're gonna hop into the main topic we're gonna talk about two things today the boat so this is your spoiler warning for both things we're trying to talk about severance it's been out a while so but it's only on apple tv right now so Get a lot that of people have seen it. you can. Yeah. <laughs> Acquire it um, through means. Or, and then big spoilers towards the second half. We're going to talk about uh, the boys that just wrapped up its third season. So let's, uh, let's get into it. You have been warned. Oh, All right. Severance. severance. Jesus fucking Christ. I think I Painful. was the one that first so good. Uh, clued into this one. Yep. Severance is corporate horror. It is a very cutting critique of corporate culture through like sci-fi horror, psychological horror methods. Uh, Psycho-corporate horror. If anyone has ever worked in an office where things got a little culty. Yeah. About around like the company, you know. Have you ever been a part of an MLM? Well, <laughs> that and just, you know, I've worked in places where it didn't need to be an MLM. It could be a regular old yep. corporation with an office. And because it's like, we talk about our values. Yeah. And we're a family. Talk, we're talking about values and family. Yeah. Like that shit. And the taking that to the level that it, that when I hear it, it sets off alarm bells. Or, I mean, I hear that shit and I hear alarm bells already. Like, first of all, you're not my fucking family. Yeah. It, yep. it basically <laughs> lays the implication behind that kind of corporate buzz speak bear. It, yes. it, it, it scrapes it down to the bone and shows it all for what it really is. It is companies trying to control their employees to an absurd level, an unhealthy so, level. Quick overview, if you don't care about spoilers, but you kind of want to know what severance is, basically the setup is from the main character is 
He's a corporate, he does something in his job, but he has a procedure done to him called severance. And what it does is they implant something in you. And when you go to, to work, like during the transition, like an elevator ride down to your job, you stop knowing who you are. Your formative memories, the memories that make you in your personality are not there anymore. Well, I mean, it's specifically you only have memories from the places where you are. So if you're yes. at work, you only know you have, you've only ever had memories of being at work. Correct. And when you're outside of work, you have no memory of what you do at work. But yeah. just to, and just to be clear, it's just a field they generate. Like they know yeah. how to generate this fe- electromagnetic field. Unclear exactly how they do it or what they do. It's in an implant. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It happens. Don't worry about the science. Yep. It's basically they can turn you a person on and off, and it turns out that you know they're still people mm-hmm. when they're not you. Yeah, and they use that as an opportunity to completely control them while they're at work, to mold them from essentially a brand new base personality. You know, they they don't lose thing, they don't lose like any like maturity or emotional emotionality. They have they have functional knowledge, full cognitive functions. It's just so it's like they know what Delaware is. Yeah, I know what a fork does. Yeah, I know how food is. Yeah, I know I need to eat. I know all that, but they have no. No, nothing that, that defines them as what we would understand as themselves outside of when they're activated. Yeah, they have no knowledge of their identity, their experiences. Right. And, and so yeah. they start forming their own formative memories and experiences. And they have a little society that's sort of come about because they don't have a culture. But humans, when we we build those like mm-hmm. you will always create a culture well it's also imposed upon them and they have well yeah they they have their own and then there's stuff being imposed upon them that with a near religious no directly religious fully religious like fervor and verve yeah okay. i mean yeah. and the, the thing is like the people in charge of them like the the, the upper management they have their full memories like they yes. they know what they're doing right above middle management like right above middle managers everyone is just fully aware of what's happening yep they know everything that's that, going that, on that's actually a little thing you got to keep keep aware of like you start under getting hints of that in like episode three where you 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 think that the groups like the the floor manager is severed but then you start realizing she is not because she's doing things outside of work that she would only do because she knows things that are happening uh, from work and it's completely it's patricia arquette just being amazing like an yes. amazing psychopath like just truly horrible horrifying and completely indoctrinated into the cult of of, of basically this capitalist craft god essentially a god of forge and fire uh, it's and, and, andrew not andrew ryan uh yeah, no, andrew, sort of. yeah. Oh, well the one who'd spawned with the concept of andrew ryan from uh, howard hughes no, not Howard Hughes. No, that's a that's one that's one the book I've keep forgetting. Uh, oh well, yeah. The and, guy uh, from, Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, he's John the Gold Ayn Randian. Him. It's if Ayn Rand became a religion, correct? Basically, yeah. And they talk of Kier as if he's this fucking god prophet. of forge. And, yeah, yeah, like he's a prophet. And his his quotes are monstrous. <laughs> like he has multiple volumes. But like the, of of teachings but this is all the people inside the the building no yes right. the severed people 
no only this thing so you begin to wonder like because there are people who are more into it because there's a a good cast of characters irving being the the most the most bought in and it begins to wonder it's like well was this person primed for cultic behavior outside of this like Mm -hmm. what what about this person made this stick so hard and you found like later on you find out it's like yeah there are reasons that he might have bought into cultic behavior because of the stuff he was before he got severed like right. the base the base template of the guy who got split in half still had like a had stuff about him that was like eh he's good at joining groups yep. or is looking for a place to belong or and, i think actually uh, when we get a little bit down we'll talk more about irving i got some ideas about irving and his 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 backstory yeah, well, yeah, uh, they gave you a little bit. Well, so I mean, the, you only find out about th- things about some of these people at the very end. Yeah, the uh, last episode the of last the season. Thirty minutes. We only the... see, we only really see the external life of one of them. Yes, uh, the main character. You know, this guy from Parks and Rec. I'm Scott. actually pulling it up. Yeah. So we Adam can, Scott I, is the main character. His name's Mark, yeah. I think. Mark. Uh, I, but, I really like him. Yeah. I like Helly yeah. a lot. Helly oh, is she's a so new interesting. Girl. So we've got Adam Scott as Mark Scout. He's our main protagonist he's the main character he's the at least the pov character by the end of it they're all the protagonist because they all mm-hmm. have to change but we have zach cherry as dylan george so we have dylan he's sort of like the uh, dylan's the super smart like but asshole one mm-hmm. yeah he's the co- he's one of the comedy sort of character he's one of the yeah. quote-unquote comedic relief character Britt lauer is heli riggs which or heli r as you'll yeah. come to know her as it's fun. And then Tamara Thielman as Seth Mit- Milchek. Oh my God. That, that guy Milchek. is intense. I got to know his backstory. I've got to get it. Right? Um, I know. Like if you had to make, if I had to guess, I'll, I'll call it now, Drill Sergeant. Something Drill like Sergeant. That, yeah. Absolutely a Drill Sergeant. Because maybe that actress played one before. I don't know. But like he comes off as like a guy who used to be a bad guy in the military. <laughs> yeah. Someone who breaks people down and controls them. Yeah. yeah. John Tutero is Irving. John uh, that's sort uh, of so John Tutero, by the way, is the guy from the Transform the, the loud fellow with curly hair who works for the government in the Transformers films. If you don't know who John Tutero is. He actually's got before the Transformers movies, he's actually he's actually a good actor who's yeah. been in good movies. He just happens to be in a couple of shitty movies. Yeah, he's a good actor. Everyone's like, gotta get a paycheck. As they and, are blew my mind we got ourselves a a a supporting role from christopher fucking walking and And i was like delighted every time he was on screen oh yeah he's awesome like his character is great like and their story is so sweet yes (laughs) um so we got our main cast of characters and then but here's the thing mark s mark scout he comes into this he's been severed for a while his best buddy pd has doesn't show up to work, and he's been told he's been let go, his buddy, and they have a replacement, which is Heli R. So Heli R gets to be the character we get to say, gets to say, what's this, what's that, why do we do this? She's the one asking all the questions. And she does and not like the answer she receives, and she, she goes to some extreme lengths. She, she definitely bucks the trend of what's going well, on. And it's made clear pretty early on that she is someone outside of outside like even i think in episode two or three you get to kind of get a quick flashback of her i think it's the second episode mm-hmm. you get a flashback of her receiving the the severance procedure yeah and it's Im- immediately said by Milchek, you're kind of a big deal around here 
Yeah. Yeah. There's there's clearly something going on with her. She it doesn't obviously works for episode. Lumen. But or, in what capacity? Yeah. Like we don't know. So my initial thought was, oh, she made the fucking procedure. Hmm. But the but it's also made clear that there's hearings in Congress about whether severance should even be legal. And it's like, yep. okay, well, maybe she's a journalist, it's, a pro. So- a pro lumen journalist or something. Yeah, so Lumens is the big company that they work for and Lumens is one of these legacy companies that have been around forever. forever. Well, and it's, it's Unilever. got its hand it's in Unilever, every guys. fucking pie. Procter what? and Gamble Unilever. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, hey, they were in, weren't they making soap in the 1850s? It's like, yes, they sure mm-hmm. were. And now they, they also helped the Nazis. They, yeah. <laughs> they obviously own the town that this is all happening in because it's the yes. town of Kier. Yeah, um, he 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 and, he works in, which, in company. He lives in company housing, mm-hmm. in which Marquez no one does. else lives for the most part. Kira's is very abandoned looking because they keep talking about like they're going to be getting more people mm. soon to heavily imply that the regulation that is preventing them from mass onboarding is probably like in the works, mm-hmm. and that's yes. probably what these congressional hearings that- are about. And we learn something a little bit at the end about that concerning our, a certain someone. So we get these, and they're sort of going through. We're learning as the, as Helly is learning. They bring, they say a lot of words, and like they're mac, macro data refinement, and they're like, "What do you refine?" We like the data, we and you find refine it. And this is where things get really wonky because you find out a few key facts about how te- text has some very interesting effect, like properties in this world they have science that one can detect written text anywhere in you on you or around you so that you yep. cannot bring notes even you can't eat a note you can't write on your skin you can't write on your tongue they'll know and they won't let you leave yeah. and turn back on into the real world two they have numbers that can make you feel stuff because yeah, that's they, their job yeah <laughs> it, it, it's the only thing you care about what they're actually doing is they look in a sequ- huge sequence of numbers, and when certain numbers make you feel like you, you get a perimeter of several numbers, and then based on how it makes you feel, you put, put it in, in a box. box. That is all they do. They have no context of what they're actually working on. Yeah, We only get a few glimpses of what uh, some other departments are. Yes. Uh, the, there's one that it deals with like artwork and like strange objects they send to places optics and design optics and design and then there's the goat one which if i had been them he would have been next on the list of like people i'm like hey motherfucker you're (laughs) gonna tell me what's happening with these goats or i'm gonna beat you up (laughs) (laughs) and there is no but who comes against them so they (laughs) they they work in a massive complex and obviously underground and it's a sprawling complex. They are spread out intentionally. Yeah. And I think whole... infinite, infinite hallway that's kind of like the back rooms. Yeah, yeah they're I all white. Like it... Yeah. It, with it, no it, real it... pointing direction. You kind of have to just learn through rote where things are. Maps aren't allowed. Maps aren't allowed. Like it's against the rule. And also, it looks like the way the building is set up, it almost looks like a, 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 a super collider from the from mm-hmm. above. It yep. almost looks like a synchrotron, like uh, that has the same shape. It's like, do they have a, a nuclear reactor or a super condu- super collider in there? They might. <laughs> they might. And so over the episodes, you're learning about them, but they're also having interactions with each other and other departments. This is where the Irving and Bert, Christopher Walken's character, interact. They have sort of, and this is a very novel thing, is they have an attraction to each other. 
mm-hmm. an actual romantic attraction to each other. These are two older gentlemen, and you don't see that. You just don't see that on television. Also, uh, they kind of they snuck it in like at the halfway point. So if you're some dude, bro, yeah. who doesn't like that quote unquote doesn't like seeing that kind of stuff. They make you fucking deal with it after you're like six hours into the <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, like it's you're like, already committed to what the hell's going on. Yeah. And then then they pull that on you. But, and, which yeah, is awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah, like this this new thing that's happening. Heli coming in and you know, the old PD coming out, Mark getting a boss a new yep. be, be the boss. This is the catalyst for them to start questioning and thinking and rebelling in various ways. And you know, their their boss is playing their own her own game and yep. she allows things to continue for her own reasons. Yep. Which are not exactly clear. It feels like she's running her own experiments mm-hmm. of some kind. She's doing she her has own her own science. obsession about something. And well, Mark's yeah. involved. Mark yeah, is she's super well, easily. it's it's obvious from step one that she follows she has an unhealthy relationship with Mark in and out of, of work. Like, yeah, because she, out she of work. goes to both. She pretends yeah. to be a very kindly old lady who works at like a head shop or something that lives yeah. next door to him and who's like a doula and stuff. Yep. A real spiritual woman. And then like is an utter, utter monster. She's just a monster. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, we're obviously trying not to go too ter- terribly deep into spoiler town with this because it is something that I, in my opinion, you need to watch. Yes. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put the kibosh on the discussion now. So we don't go too deep yeah, into it yeah, yeah, yeah. because you need to watch this. Yep. There, there is, I won't, because we're not going to go into big spoilers. There's only one thing. I think they dropped the ball on, but I will mention that later down the line somewhere. Yeah. There's just, but everything else flawless, like, yeah. Just is, fall as fucking TV. It is creepy. It is interesting. The characters are good. And it really hooks you into the mystery of things. And the waffle yeah. party is one of the most upsetting things I've ever seen. Indeed. I want a waffle party. Yeah, because they keep mentioning about the waffle party. And at the end, you, you find, find out what the waffle, waffle party is all about. One more thing to add, just to give a more of a, they're rats in a maze, because they're obviously doing the, hey, they're rats in a maze. Mm-hmm. Food yep. incentive, massive. Yeah. Yep. Food incentive is massive. They get two snacks a day while they're at work and you see the snacks and it's very simplistic like very like wheat crackers peanuts but then if you get it for incentives and doing good you get real food like they have they have melon parties if you do well they'll have a melon party egg party egg party like egg breakfast like it's they try to ingratiate and some of the subs are really fun Mm -hmm. like it was the jazz the music like the music ensemble mde well Uh, yeah it is a delightful show it's a terrifying show especially if you've ever worked in corporate america yep yes yeah so moving on we're going to talk now about the third season of the boys big spoilers again big Here, old spoilers we, this we is don't care more, yeah we don't who care about the spoilers to, on this one because it's, it's fucking bang bang who wants to hear dean lunch. winchester talking about fucking james dean up the ass in a coat room because <laughs> that that's what you can enjoy joy about from this, this season of the boys. <laughs> this is one of the better. This is one of like their best seasons. Yeah. I it's, think they did a good job. It's everyone's firing on all cylinders. As far as character workers go, they complicate things. They things are moving. Things are shaking yeah. up because they this start is kind of flying apart for a while there. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. cause the people are too at odds yep. and too like, the, the, the stakes are too awful. high. 
because butchers yes. are fucking awful. Yeah, the main the main thrust of the story is they 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 get a lead. Everything's been fine for a year. Huey's working for the man and keeping yeah. those soups in line, but everything is not as it seems because his boss, as we found out last season, is the head popper. Yeah. Uh, who's a who's who secretly an adopted daughter essentially of Edgar the Edgar the one who runs who's the CEO of Vought Mr. Vought yeah Mr. Yeah. Vought well so not Mr. It, Vought but you know yeah. <laughs> you know um, the guy who's taking over the USA branch yeah um, but yeah, it is, <laughs> this season is scary uh, yes because well I mean it's scary because they're playing with you know they're playing with 2016 to 2020, you know, that, that kind of gasp of fascism. And, you know, Homelander just fully embracing the, you know, the full right wing, like mm-hmm. modern right wing. I don't think he's embracing the right wing. He's, a, he's embracing whatever gets him power and popularity. Which is fascism. Which is fascism. Yeah. He, he's, he's embracing his own fascism, his own true fascism and dictatorship. He's like... Oh, people just love me because I'm I I spout some words and I can do things. Yeah. So he just starts doing things and well, saying whatever fascism he thinks. being, you know, the ideology of the amorphous and hollow. Yes. Uh, so, you know, it's a it's a it's a perfect fit. Yep. And he commits acts of horrifying violence on people at the moment's notice. Like if he is even lightly displeased with them in any way, he will just start killing people now. He yep. just he is past giving a shit because he realized he just can and no one's going to stop him. Well, that's him. the arc. That's his arc for this season is, is embracing, truly embracing his, his, the violence and the power that comes from, and the fear that comes from doing that. Because from after a certain point, that's all Homelander is doing is ruling through fear. Fear um, and power and the, yep. the charisma and the, the following of people who will flock to that sort of thing. Correct. Uh, so it is a real humdinger of a season. We get some nasty, raunchy shit this season. <laughs> oh, so gross. I mean, so we start with most... an exploding guy exploding from dick out. Yeah. Um, yep. That's that's episode one. That's episode yeah. one. Well, they just wanted to really get you like primed for what they, they like, had to like, remind you it's true they had to kind of remind and you and then they what... like almost killed a guy by putting him in a baggie of cocaine yeah well, that's like that guy deserved it but well they did they just did oh the come Ant-Man on he Thanos. sneezed come on he sneezed yeah but you know when you have that kind of power and you're doing that power thing, responsibility i get it don't do a bunch of coke before you do that yeah yeah i know and like you know maybe maybe you know that'll maybe try to be safe if you actually care about that person yeah, so yeah, huey exactly. and the boys have been sort of on the dl working with for for slash with huey because huey's basically become the point man mm-hmm. for the big like soup police essentially yeah, and they the go Department after soups. soup affairs basically yes yeah, it's, yeah it's basically the fbi but for soups they're doing work but butcher it's a total sham is, yeah but they are doing quote unquote goods but they're not really doing what butcher and the rest of what the audience knows is the right thing to well, actually they're not do. going after the, the power players they're not going Correct. after the people who are totally unaccountable yeah but you know that's that's kind of the way things happen you know you you feed feed some small fry to placate the people who want justice while the truly unaccountable continue it's a i mean it's a real real good commentary on the way things are going yeah stock and standard yeah (laughs) and then and then but so but eventually huey finds out that his boss is the head popper Mm -hmm. and he's got to go rogue with butcher the rest of them and they do 
and they and through circumstances they realize that i can't remember how they figured this out or something well they get they, they get a lead on a weapon that can kill homeland right they they uh, want to find because supposedly there was a weapon that killed soldier, soldier boy. boy they eventually realized no it's not a weapon that killed soldier boy it's soldier boy himself who got taken out by the russians yep uh, suppressed <laughs> he got suppressed. he got captured with captured the help and of... experimented on and his yeah. powers boosted and now they eventually free him so now it's this big tangle of mutual hatreds and that, motivations and motivations and, and soldier boy is truly terrifying as well yeah. like he is he is you know homelander before homelander the only different like no i beams no flying but mm -hmm. yeah just... he's almost as he's as tough and as strong if not stronger than homelander is and he he's obviously captain america but his mm -hmm. shield is a great crest that weighs a hundred pounds yep like it is a hundred pound piece of it's basically a manhole cover that mm -hmm. he uses to crush people's skulls in with yeah. or bash but, them in but with. just like captain america for much of the world war ii he's kind of a sham he's a he's a pony he's not actually seen truly yeah, seen action even though he could take a lot of action because they never wanted to threaten the you product. Know, yeah, they don't something. want to find the product. They don't want that sort of unstable thing happening in the middle of the war. Because, I mean, that's something that we've learned is that the government never wanted soups in the military. Right. Because they're every time it even... They're too, they're too swingy. And you see that in the when the last mission of mm -hmm. Soldier Boy, and you just see, like, his dumbass team making everything worse, killing American soldiers by accident because they're scared like by an attack oh those are those are those were just the allies of the cia those were oh, yeah. locals yeah they were, oh that's right yeah those were killing the, you're killing the good guys basically yeah killing the people working with them well because they have no yeah, idea just... yeah. <laughs> let's not put okay. morality into this um, killing the long, <laughs> just shooting people at random who didn't right have and just to do not knowing to, to do and soldier boy is just walking around doing what he does because that's what you do when you're basically not indestructible and basically they find out later he's been taken by the Russians. They go to go free him. They free him. However, his sort of he's evolved or has now a chest beam that not only can kill a lot of people at once, but it can also turn off or evaporate all the V in someone's system because Kimiko gets hit with it and she loses her powers for about a third of yeah, a, a season episodes. Yeah. So yeah, it, 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 the stakes keep getting raised and raised and raised. We get right. Probably like one of the most like like explicitly sexual uh, displays of hedonism in the episode of Herogasm, uh, yep. uh, where you know this is one of the one of the, the big confrontations. Seven. It's big. For, it's, it's a lot of things climax in that episode. This is this is the episode <laughs> where they felt the need to put a warning yep. before the episode, and they, they called never... the they called the episode. Herogasm, because it's yeah. a famous a part in a, a new noteworthy part in the comics yeah. is the hero atgasm, which is supposed to be a giant, like huge soups orgy. It's supposed to take like on the moon or some yeah. or another planet or something in the comics. But yeah, it's fucking yeah. crazy. Is what they just is. went to upstate New York for this one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you see a lot of naked people. You see a lot of really fucked up sex. You see, you know, the deep expressing his true sexuality. Cephalosexual. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cephalosexual. And yeah, it's just, and then and then fights break out and terrible violence ensues. And a badass fight, a fight we've been, the, so a little backtracking. Because of Kimiko and 
bullshit. They don't get Soldier Boy. This sort of splits, schisms the group. Mm -hmm. So Butcher and Huey go off because Hugh, no, because Butcher has gotten his hold of a new combo called V23. It 24. is a green vial stuff that a blue, and it can give a normal person soup powers for 24 hours. He uses it, Butcher uses it to save them in Russia, but they all don't, but MM, Mother's Milk, and a few of theirs are like, that. that's what we were supposed to be fighting against. Yeah. Huey, because of... Because yeah, of his own taking it too, and it causes a lot of problems with him in Starlight. So you get these really cool battles where Butcher and Huey have powers, and it is a fucking just bloodbath. Like here yes. guys of the bloodbath, a lot of really cool character moments happening at the same time. Yeah, and so it it, it all eventually kind of culminates with these shifting loyalties back and yep. forth. There's a lot of back and forth in it as people like you know kind of get their agenda, and then it all culminates at this big throwdown at Vought Tower. Yep. Where it's Maeve, who, you know, was kind of sidelined for a lot of the... Yeah. You, and you get to really answer the question, like, what would happen if Maeve really went to town on Homelander? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's and been training. Is... Like, she mentioned she's been training yeah. for, like, eight months. And, like, really, like, it really shows. Like, it yep. fucking shows. She's a better fighter than Homelander. Mm -hmm. She's not well, as strong or tough as him, but she's a better no. fighter. But yeah, yep. she's tr she knows how to tr she knows how to actually fight. Whereas I always got the impression that Homelander doesn't have to know how to actually like know martial arts or know how to actually fight people because he's so strong that all he does is slug a motherfucker and they're dead. So yeah, yep. or you know, I beam them if it gets really or I beam them, throw them. Like usually he's a one hit KO kind of guy. <laughs> he's he's very one punch man. Yeah, until mm -hmm. he comes up against and, and you know, so throughout the time we're learning more about soldier boy his backstory he is kind of a shit but there are some little bit of like glimmers of like humanity in him and redeeming qualities and except all this other stuff weird, except for his weird phrenology you know eugenics thing yeah he's not really all that great like he like the only no, thing that that you know keeps him from being like a homelander is that he's just not quite that powerful yeah. i also think that there is there is there's more humanity because he grew up being a person he grew up as a human that is true he does have certain human instincts i mean he yes. grew up being a rich person so you that's know, how, true how yeah but that? but he but but there's a difference even a rich person's son knows that they're mortal and knows what it means to be afraid for your life like to fear injury and pain hmm. homelander doesn't have that as much well it certainly didn't show at the end no yeah. nope Nope. Certainly, that all that humanity went away. So don't we don't need yeah, to worry it, about the humanity. It, it, it it becomes more about the mission and killing Homelander. But Ryan is involved. Ryan the plays child. a pivotal part. The child, yeah, yeah. Um, and legacy. This this season is very much about legacy and family. Like the idea of like who you're connected to, who you comes before you, who comes after it's about you. Family. You it's, know? About it's about family. family. Yeah. I, I gotta say, like in terms of critique, I didn't quite buy Soldier Boys where he came down on yeah like, it felt like a little him deciding to be anti like against homelander and like wanting to take him out i don't think that was entirely earned oh just like just deciding that he sucked and i'm like i'm gonna kill you because you suck like, yeah you're like just not fact, good I'm enough like, it's your son like 
Like that's another thing that we find out that Homelander is the biological offspring of yeah, you know, test tube baby basically. But you know, it was Homelander, it was Soldier Boy sperm. Yeah. But yeah, like the fat, like I mean, Homelander hit him pretty hard with the "I'm your son, this is your grandson." Yeah, and and Soldier Boy specifically told Butcher well before he knew that it's like I would have raised my son better than my father. Mm-hmm. Because that's also a big thing is Soldier. There's a point of connection between Soldier Boy and Butcher, and that Butcher had it worse, but they had shitty dads, like monstrous dad. Butcher and Case yeah, had a you monstrous really, you father. You really get a feel for why Butcher is the way Butcher is. Yep. But just just the realization that he's just his dad, and yep. that they're just you. If in in the boys' universe, men become their fathers, like yep. mm-hmm. which Huey. Nice dad. So, you know, that's good. Huey's <laughs> dad seems like a nice supportive guy, so that's cool. Yep. And so this creates a lot of things. I do the the the, the I'm just gonna jack kill my try to kill my son because because I think he sucks is a little unearned. I, but... I'm pretty sure he's in the I can do better situation, which dude, as radioactive as you are, probably not actually. <laughs> Which yeah. they don't address that at all. No, they don't. They address don't. The, they how don't. radioactive he is, and it's shouldn't you all be shielded right now? Like, is he dangerous? Like, it depends on what kind of radiation he emits. Yeah, I mean, just what he's emitting, like just hanging out. Like, yeah, the, well, that's also another thing. It's like they never explain his his chest beam at all. Like, oh, he got it in the with the Russians. Like, okay, that does not help explain what, at all. Did they have a V formula themselves that they were trying out or something yeah I don't like know, they, they showed some fucking like experimentation going on with him like they implanted they might some radio they may also was, it was, I, I, I will say up. i i do feel for soldier boy a little bit he went through many years of awful shit under the wretchings yeah i mean but he also <laughs> he shot him in the mouth they also inf- he has also inflicted many years of horrific things on people i i um, hate man i understand that but you we have to feel be better yeah. you don't have to torture people we yes. just kill them Kill we them, kill yeah. them or we let them go. We kill yeah. them or, you know, uh, just standard procedure. Mm-hmm. Starlight takes a big center stage. She becomes more her, literally her own woman. She basically leaves Vought, leaves the Seven. Uses social and, media as a weapon, which is super smart because, because yep. you know, they just never, they never see that 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 going live on TikTok thing go, is coming, do they? Mm-hmm. Didn't see that so, one coming in Barry either. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to say, even even this season, even more so than any of the other ones, this is the aberrant TV show. Yes, this is aberrant. But Matt, you had it right. This is an aberrant, but they're all elites. There's no Terrigen. Right. There's no Project Utopia. They are all corporate slaves. Yep. If you wanted to play an elite game, this is what it would start looking like. Mm-hmm. Because one of the big, especially in the very beginning, Homelander addresses it to himself and to others of like soups to him or a different species they are they are a different race he takes the that that eugenics things to kind of the next logical step in his own head of we're just better therefore we should be in charge we are flawless his his narcissism is completely turned to 11 in this this season well and that's not that's echoed by the boys themselves though Mm -hmm. like mother's milk and frenchie like frenchie is a, a you know he loves Kimiko, but he like, you know, he doesn't like soups. 
she had it forced on her. Her arc was a lot of fun this season yeah. where she just kind of realized that it's not her powers is the reason she's a she's a she goes beast on people. She can just go beast on people because of who she is. And the trauma but, that she's yeah, like lived through. The power ain't your trauma. Your power is your weapon. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. You can, use, you can use it for to to serve your own interests without yep. being controlled by it. And her and Frenchie's story is just adorable. Oh. It's a think. very, they are almost, I wouldn't say sidelined, but it's just really a B story. They are removed from the main action of the boys for uh, a while. Yeah, for the whole, most of the season, they're doing their own stuff. Yeah. Yep. I think they're going to come back big and strong i mean yeah. frenchy kind of took one in the in the calf so yeah. that's yeah it's gonna make things hard for him if it's well, if the, they don't have time for healing yeah. at the end the boys are formulated formed back up and now they're going to be the boys but yeah. sans butcher's <laughs> not in like quote-unquote charge anymore is yeah, like be... starlight has fully joined them well yeah. he's um, one and, of the yeah. boys the boys. the boys so um, yeah the that's really great i mean as far as kimiko and and the frenchy is concerned i mean they had a, they had a decent amount of content I mean, it had a whole musical number. No, what so I'm saying is B story isn't like, it's not connected directly to the rest of the A little story. Nina, little Nina isn't making backroom deals with the head popper in Homelander is what he's, that's I true, guess he's yeah. trying to say. Right, they're doing right. their own thing. They're doing their own thing because they're going their own with their own arc. That's They're both going through their own arc in the side story. Until I will they come say though, get... when they were like, Let's go to Monaco or some. When they were talking about going on a yeah. trip, I was like, "No, no, 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 no! Yeah, no Do not make plans on camera. Do not make plans on camera. <laughs> no, please don't kill Frenchy. Oh, Hopes and dreams please. are fatal." Also, I love, I love their in herogasm. They both mentioned, "Ah, Frenchy would He's love really, to have seen this." Like, I will never forget. I will never. He's just so regrettable that he didn't get to see it. He wanted mm-hmm. to just see it so bad. He yep. Did. There, there's a lot to say about this season. It's a very good season. You get in everyone's heads really well. Huey's got his own thing because he's got his own secure insecurities. He's got to deal with that. He thinks he covers them up with V, the formula. Yeah, it's it's rough, but I'm glad that it 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 ended where it ended. Yes, um, absolutely. And, and the then we have that final beautiful shot of just pure fascism in action. Yep. Of just Homelander straight up icing a dude because he, he threw, threw a, a milkshake at him. Yeah. Yep. Who milk, tried to milkshake his and hit his hit his kid, hit and, Ryan. And when he did that, the last lingering shot is him on Ryan, and Ryan is starting to smile. Smile, and it's yeah. like, yep, that kid's got to fucking die. Sorry, yeah, that yeah. kid is <laughs> that Butcher's gonna have to dig deep. Oh, and we learned that Butcher's now on a clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he used terminal. the compound V too much, and it melt. It's literally melted his brain. Terminal yep. cancer. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, Unclear yeah. on what it did to you, if it did anything, if it, if, if I don't think it was lethal to Huey, otherwise we would have gotten that information. I think too. he, because he did it one more time. Yeah. That's why he did it yeah. that last time. Huey did not do it. He so, had, he was tempted by it. I have a pet theory. Full V could probably cure that. Maybe. If you, you've been conditioned by V23. Well, no, if you just go under the V process, which anyone can, yeah. you know, like anyone can be made into a full superhero through the right treatment of v i think but it I, kills most older people that's why they give it the children like that's babies. fair i mean kimiko took it fine she, but um, she was already primed for it so i don't know if true. that what i forget what the rules i forget what the rules there are. Yeah. there are some very loose rules but the oh, point, the, oh, reason is yeah there's a beautiful scene that we didn't talk about between the the congresswoman woman head popper yeah. and like giving her daughter v and we don't know how yeah. that turned out yeah, nope. We don't know what power her nope. her daughter or got. if she survived. Or yeah, I was like, true. oh please! When that happened, I was like, please don't explode! Please don't explode! Please don't explode! 
but it's the boys, so you don't know. Yeah, we we have not. You don't been know seen. if you're just gonna. Well, you're gonna hear a pop, see a, like a splash against the window, and hear yeah. head popper starts screaming or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, or or in, if you want to get real dark, kind of dark with it, it did work, but she turned into like quote unquote an aberrant. Essentially, yeah. like she she mutated, and well, it's she got not deep. good. Well, you know, like how the deep kind of got a little bit of a weird look to it. Yeah, him he's or... got because he's got the gills, and he's he's a rare one because the deep. Oh, and the deep becomes a giant bootlicker. I'm so sad. R.I.P. Beat deep. No, he's always been a giant bootlicker. Yeah, but I thought there was more of an through season two. I thought there was going to be more of an. You thought he was going to get better, not worse. Yes, I thought he Uh, was going to get better. No, no. Uh, Oh, and the thing we haven't talked about is A Train's arc, which is A Train's arc is very interesting. Yes. Um, Yeah. Somewhat redemptive, but still not great. Still a horrible person. We'll see what he. We'll see what he does in the last season. Well, he's had the big revelation handed to him of, you know. Oh shit! I am a murderer. Yeah, I am a murderer, and these things can affect people I care about. Yes. Oh um, no. Oh no. And, and that's why, because I'm like, at least before this season, at least like the deep, like I, he, at least he didn't kill people. I mean, yeah, he was he was a bad guy, but there was room for his redemption. A train was, was a multiple, multiple, just, basically a multiple murderer. Yeah, I mean, his one of his murders is the inciting incident of the whole goddamn show. So right, and like. But his re- his arc is very cool, and he does some cool shit in this. Yeah, season. killing Blue Falcon like that was fucking disgusting, but it was yeah. awesome. But yeah, uh, the guy, that, that, fuck that guy. Well, I I immediately thought about the it because because we were dealing with racist <laughs> things and Blue Falcon being a pretty much a dietable racist. It's blue. It's I think it's Blue Hawk. Blue Falcon blue is Hawk. actually a blue Blue Falcon and Diana Mutt from the Hannibal Barra. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> blue Blue Hawk. Blue Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. That was a that was that was his version of like a drag a lynch and dragging. Yeah. Because he's like many times have 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 African Americans and United States have to deal with that and just have have been killed by behind that. vehicles. Yeah. Just yeah. As and a, he's just, like that's you know, standard way to murder someone because you hate them. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Ooh, that was just, but ooh, that's gnarly." Yeah, it's, it's a bad gnarly, way to kill. It's a mean way to kill somebody for sure. It's a very mean way to kill someone. But, but they go to they go a lot of places in this season. It's really interesting. You know, you get like they get real specific with the Trump references. Yes, like very specific. Oh, and uh, you guys on the right need to like wisen up. Read a book. Homelander's always been the bad guy. What the fuck, everyone? It's it's the ignorance of what? you know they're, they're the people they're the people in they, the show they are the literally Homelander in the show they can't yep. see it because they only see power they, and wait there have been people watching the boys who think Homelander's a good guy no I refuse like they're, I refuse they're supposedly that. supposedly I don't believe it I think after those are a couple episodes uh, maybe but supposedly trolls. there was so were people who started getting very upset that Homelander was turning into a bad guy I'm like. He was always the bad guy. Are they mad that he's... or, or, Okay. Are they mad that he's quote-unquote turning into a bad guy, or are they mad that he is becoming a parody of a a current bad guy? I think it's probably both. Mm, Probably both. I don't know. I don't know all the details. One is is not reasonable. Mad that he's becoming a bad guy is not a reasonable thing to be upset about because it's like okay, well, obviously you haven't watched the show or have no idea. You're obviously an idiot. If it's, I don't like how close this is bunching up against, bouncing against reality, like how close it is to the current, 
you know, fascist takeover of America, that's a reasonable thing to, that's an argument that can be made because it's like, if it's too close, it looks stupid. Well, like, the idea least, is if you're getting mad about the second part, you need to take a real hard look and you probably should have noticed this a long time well, before. No, if you're mad about the first, the first part being he's a bad guy. Yes, obviously you're an idiot. But if you're mad about the second that it's like eh, too close to Trump, we're done with Trump. It's like, it's not cool. It's not fun. It's not interesting to make fun of Trump directly anymore or by way of this medium. It's like, okay, well, I see as an art, I see there being an argument for that, but not he bad guy now. What? Like, what? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, ugh. it's also because in, in the boys, Homelander represents the flag. He represents the United States. Well, him wear flags so good. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, he's the bad guy. What does that say about America? It's like, you think? Have what you, have Anything you been... anyone's been paying attention? Can... Yep, you haven't been paying attention. He ripped people's spines out. Like <laughs> he murdered a dude who just joined the team. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's real He's fucked up. up. People, but it was a great season. I cannot wait for the fourth one. I I want to see where this goes. I um, think we're I, gonna I, get four. Another one of those. Like, hey, isn't it nice that if they just land, they just need to land it. They just need to like, land can it. We just yeah. get. Just like the expanse, it's like, can we just get X number of seasons? You tell you shoot your shot, you tell your story, you're done, and it was good. Cause I think we're all still a little traumatized from Game of Thrones. I think we're yep. all a little because now last season scare me. Because it's like <laughs> I, I would be entirely okay if season four was the last season. Yeah, and it, it ended really basically there's, there's with only... Homelander's death. I'm a thousand percent okay with that. Mm-hmm. You've told a really great I... story. If you want to do stuff in the boys' universe later, do something else. Yeah, there's go ahead, fun. have fun. There's plenty of fun shit to do in that universe, but in terms of like that story, that story's done now. Yeah, like, yeah you need to finish it because. But I can't. I but I will can't wait because I can watch Carl Urban being Butcher all goddamn day. Oh, nailed. what a treasure! What a yeah. treasure! Just what an, what an awful fucking man. Oh my god. <laughs> Just so bad, but you love love to see him do it. Well, you mm-hmm. love to watch a you love to watch an anti-hero who's like going up, like who just just tips his little toesy into the the, the villain pool every mm-hmm. once in a while. But oh, and for anyone who cares, Severance is only gonna be, I think, two seasons. Oh uh, wow. Uh, I, I, think I heard that they they had story for, f- for multiple seasons. Oh, have no fears, we got stories for years. Yeah. Like like Mark gets a cell phone. That's no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see how much it's going to be. Um, but I'll be okay with the second least, season being it. But Severin, I would love there to be like, no, we told, we went two seasons, told a good story, and we're done. Yeah, like, we're good. Well, I mean, there's a lot of, there's because of the ambiguity, mm-hmm. you could tell a lot of different stories with a whole new, like something well, they could do season two, whole new cast. Well, and we don't know what's going on with the first cast, but we only get hints of it throughout the entire season. Well, that's completely fair. I hope they fucking don't do that because Adam Scott is a as tr- a national treasure, and <laughs> not using him and Patricia. I'm just saying they paid for Patricia Arquette, John Turturro, and Adam Scott. I don't think they're not going to use yeah, those yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And Christopher Walken. So and Christopher fucking, fucking Christopher Walken. Walken. That and where they left it on the end of that season was a really very. They, I really like. I won't spoil anything. I will say yeah. that the ending of that season was a very good season ender because you know certain milestones got hit and certain milestones got missed. Mm-hmm. And yes. the milestones that got hit are very important ones and the milestones that got missed are impactful ones. But 
you're gonna i'm like oh, i can't wait to find out what happens <laughs> no no yeah they, they they did the right thing they gave us just enough at the end to feel good closure on some yeah, things it's like and then at the God, end they're like know? but there's a whole bunch more that we need to well, know about this is the proverbial can of worms actually in many ways got opened at the end of the season mm -hmm. so like now we get to find out the fallout which yep. is always fun to watch all right so that was us talking about Severance and The Boys. We can't wait to both of the next seasons of those shows. So from everyone here at Polyhedron, go where your fun is. Or roll some dice.